listen to my voice and feel its warmth as it flows into your mind. Welcome to episode 17 of Erotic Hypnosis Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina, and this week's episode will feature the conclusion of Zen and the Art of Automobile Maintenance, Part 3, Take Down, with the male parts being read by my house pet. This story was written by my hypnoslave in 2006, and that is the date of the original copyright. This audio recording is copyright 2007, all rights reserved. For details, read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcasts slash copyright. And of course, for more information about me and how to serve me, Visit my websites, dominatrix.st and hypnosis.st. And as a final note, this story, like the others in this podcast, is just a fantasy. As a professional dominatrix, I only practice consensual domination and only hypnotize willing subjects. And now, Zen and the Art of Automobile Maintenance. Part 3. Takedown. Evelina's car gets repaired. Complication, confrontation, and consternation follow. When Larry woke up, he was sitting in a wooden chair, with his hands handcuffed behind him and secured to an eye bolt and a clip attached to the sturdy chair. His legs were strapped to the uprights on the chair with thick leather straps. He glanced around the room and saw that it was painted in shades of silver and black, with the only other piece of furniture in the large room being a large silver metal throne positioned on a riser in the center of the room. His chair faced the elevated platform. He glanced over toward the corner and saw the guy from the computer truck standing in a corner. That young man, too, was naked, but was not shackled like Larry, and yet he stood perfectly motionless in his corner, gazing, eyes unblinking, at the throne. Hey, buddy, get me out of this, will you? He pleaded in a loud, clear voice. Mel just continued to stare straight ahead, his visage totally expressionless. I said get me out of here, and we could get away from this duck down broad and call the cops. She's kidnapped the both of us, and I ain't gonna put up with it. Come over here and let me loose. He knew the other had hurt him, and yet the naked man just stood stark still and silent. Hey, hey, hey! He continued, louder with each entreaty. After about fifteen minutes of trying to get his fellow prisoner to respond, He just stopped trying 
and sat silently in his chair, struggling with his bonds, hoping they would break or slip or loosen so he could escape. Suddenly, a large wooden door that he hadn't noticed before creaked open, and the blonde woman from the highway walked in. This time, she wasn't dressed in the sexy summer dress like before. This time, she was in full it was regalia. High-heeled leather boots, leather pants, a leather bra, and her long blonde hair was done up in a severe bun. She was holding a short black leather quirt. He had to admit that even though she was crazy, she was hot. His cock began to stir, in spite of his mental commands for it to remain flaccid. Slowly, he and Alina strolled to his chair and casually ran the whip up and down the side of his rapidly growing cock. Do you remember who I am, my pet? I sure do, you cunt. Your name's Evelina, and I fixed your car. And then, when I tried to help you, when you were stranded, you knocked me out and brought me here. Wherever here is, you kidnapped me, and you're a deep shit. With a wry smile playing across her full lips, she flicked the whip at his exposed cock and slapped it with a snap that resounded off the walls. Oh, stop it! Damn it! That hurts! Silence, my little pet. From now on, you may only speak when I address you, and unless instructed otherwise, your only answer will be, Yes, mistress. What? The whip whistled through the air again, striking its amazingly erect target. Oh, I mean, yes, mistress. Larry whined. Evelina smiled. I see you are a very fast study. That's good. I brought you here so I could talk to you about what you did to my car. Yes, mistress. He whispered, blushing a bright red. Did she know? You sabotaged it, and now you may answer, why? Larry's eyes widened, and he looked around the room as if something or someone could save him. I, I, I. The whip shot out. Evelina reached down and unsnapped the clips holding his legs and walked around to the rear and freed his arms. With a violent push, she moved him down to the floor and pinioned him to four bolts arranged in the floor so he was laid out almost like a Jesus figure on a cross. His arms were stretched to his sides, and his legs were pulled straight down, close to each other. Now, in an exquisite torture, Evelina softly rubbed the whip up and down his body, until his cock once again started to become turgid. No matter what she did to him, it was hard not to get aroused as he looked at her, Standing above him sits seductively. As she leaned over his body, the spicy fragrance 
of the perfume hypnotic poison wafted into his nostrils and he felt the erotic warmth of her body momentarily the blonde hypnotuse stepped back and sat down upon her throne so she could remove her boots then she again stood up and walked over to her shackled prisoner and gracefully balanced herself on one foot and rubbed the other across his face softly caressing his cheeks his forehead his eyes his temples and finally letting her soft fragrant foot rest upon his lips you know what you want to do don't you my pet you know you want to kiss it say it say it slave boy tell me you want to kiss my foot he thought that if he pretended to submit to her this woman might get careless and let him loose then he could escape so he kissed her foot but then the other brain the one in his cock took over and he licked and kissed her nylon foot lustily inhaling the musky fragrance the feel the fragrance inflamed his passions almost without thinking he engulfed her toes in his mouth and sucked Oh, God, he thought, I want this woman. Evelina asked again. Why? His thoughts drifted back to her question. He couldn't understand what was happening in his mind. He struggled to maintain control of his own thoughts, to invent some sort of believable story, some excuse. I wanted to fuck you. I figured if you thought I repaired your car and I saved you from being stuck on the road, I could fuck you. I've done it before. It always works. Larry couldn't fight against her soft, hypnotic voice. He couldn't lie to her. You little shit, she spat out. You've done it before? Preyed on helpless, stranded women? Women you stranded? You won't ever do it again. I'll promise you that. Evelina knew she could tempt, taunt, and whip this sleazy mechanic into submission. But the trouble with that was, after a while, they recovered and went back to their old ways. There was a way to cure him permanently. And now, Dr. Evelina was going to undertake the cure. She threw her well-muscled leg over his body and sat down on the shackled mechanic's chest, then focused the full force of her green, mesmerizing gaze on him. Larry's breathing became more even, shallower. His chest compressions became regular, as he found he couldn't look away from his captor's eyes. Now she started speaking to him, in an almost sing-song cadence that had captured so many hapless victims before him. I think you should just look into my eyes, Larry, and rest now, my little pet. It's been such a busy afternoon for you, and you feel so helpless 
and tired, tied down like you are, trapped under my weight, inhaling the sweet, spicy odors coming from my body, and looking into my eyes. It all makes you so tired, doesn't it? You need to rest. I can see it in your eyes. You feel so tired and helpless. And my eyes almost call to you, don't they? A siren call you can't resist. You run to keep looking deep into my eyes. You need to keep looking deep into my eyes. But you are so sleepy, and your eyes are so heavy. They want to close. But I won't let you close them. I command you to keep looking into my eyes. It's all so confusing, isn't it, my pet? Open, close. What can a poor boy do? He tried to speak, slowly, forming his lips in the shape of the word no. But he felt so tired, and the effort exhausted him so. He wanted to resist, but he felt too powerless to fight her compelling words, as they droned on in his head. All other sounds had faded away, and her words had become his entire world. Her words and her eyes. His mouth dropped open. You want to keep looking into my beautiful, hypnotic eyes, don't you, my little pet? But your eyes are getting heavier and heavier every second. Heavier. And heavier, lost in my eyes, heavier, lost, heavier. It's all so confusing, but if you obey Evelina, all the confusion will melt away your thoughts. Your confusion will melt away as my words become your thoughts. Let go as my words become your thoughts. I'm going to let you close those Heavy eyes now slain. In fact, when I count to three, you must let them close. I'm commanding you 
to close them. One heavier, two heavier, three now closed and sound asleep, my slave boy, still hearing my voice and obeying every word, for my words have become your thoughts. But deep in a helpless, hypnotic slumber, Larry's eyes slammed shut. Melvin, the computer geek, standing in the corner, had heard, too, and he wordlessly slipped down to the ground in a heap. Whoops, said the blonde hypnotoose, smiling. I hate it when that happens. Evelina got up and walked over to the totally entranced computer geek and whispered in his ear, Stand up, Mel. Open your eyes and walk over here. I want to talk to both of you at once. He immediately complied. Now, undo his bindings, she said, pointing at the still shackled mechanic. When Melvin had completed his task, Evelina ordered both the mechanic and the IT geek to stand next to each other at attention in front of her throne, and she again sat down. Now, in a moment, boys, I will command you to stand before me with your eyes open, seemingly awake. You will still be under my control, however. And you will still obey my every command. It pleases me when you obey my commands. And the most important thing in your life now is to please me. It would please me if you call me mistress when we speak. Doesn't that make you happy? <laughs> they responded in a ragged chorus, like untrained singers. But as each said the words, his cock twitched, knowing that the words pleased Evelina. Good boys, she mocked. Now, every night, at exactly 9 p.m., you will masturbate as you think of your goddess, Evelina. And every time you come, it will bring you deeper under my control. And from now on, any time I give you a command, either in person or by phone or even by email, so you will you even deeper. Under my control. Understand, boys? Yes, mistress. They responded, now in total unison, as they sang their response, pricks twitching even more. Before you go, 
I'm going to give you boys some more commands that you must obey, because it pleases me. On your knees, crawl to me. The naked puppets fell down to all fours and quickly scooted the short distance to the throne. Evelina lifted her sweaty, nylon-clad feet so each had a foot to sniff. The powerful, feminine pheromones overwhelmed the helpless hypno-slaves. You adore all my fragrances. My feet, my perfume, my pussy, my armpits. They are the most wonderful fragrances in the world. And not only my words and my eyes will entrance you, but my smells as well. Do you understand? Yes, mistress. They echoed as they sniffed her entire body. Cox now fully engorged, helpless marionettes addicted to her feminine fragrances. She pushed them to the floor with a soft shove from her foot. Now, Melvin... You tried to be my white knight, so even though you are forever my slave, I will let you go on living your life just as you have, unless you hear or see me again. Then you will follow my every command, Evelina murmured as her post-hypnotic suggestion implanted itself in his totally receptive brain. She smiled as she thought about the things her personal IT slave and computer slut would do for her in the future. She turned her attention to Larry. You, on the other hand, shithead, never will have sex again. You only can reach climax. When masturbating, when you think of me, never will you have sex with a woman again. Never will you even think about your little repair ploy with another victim. Do you understand, Slay? Yes, mistress. Was his monotone reply, and he knew that everything Evelina commanded must be forever obeyed. Okay, boys, to the in a few minutes, I will want you to get dressed again. And Melvin, you can drive Larry back to his truck. After you are each headed back to work, you will forget what happened here and on the road. But you will remember that you both belong to me. Understand? Yes, mistress, yes, mistress, yes, mistress. They said, now totally in unison, like a Christmas carol by the Manhattan Transfer. Oh, before you go, I want you to jerk off your cocks for me right now, just like you will do at nine tonight and every night thereafter. She held up her feet. Do it here. The helpless, hypnotized duo stroked their cocks as commanded, 
and moments later both exploded, coming in copious quantities all over her feet, as commanded. Then she crossed her legs, presenting each the other's cum-coated foot. Now lick up the cum and get your asses out of here. I have a dinner engagement with another of my hypnoslaves. After her feet were cleaned and their clothing recovered, Mel dropped the mechanic off at his tow truck. Both boys got into their cars and headed back to their offices, minds becoming clearer as they approached their destinations. But that night, at nine o'clock, both thought of Evelina, and their hands drifted toward their prince.